Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, episode number 154. Happy Monday to you. I missed you. I, I missed you. Yeah, it's been three days. Uh, you and I took the day off on Friday, right, to celebrate Pioneer Day. And for the Lonsberries, myself, my beautiful wife, and Jessica, and, and Piper. Uh, my wife is Jessica. There's not a fourth person in there, <laughs> just so we're clear. My, my beautiful wife, Jessica, and Piper, uh, we had a, a wonderful and tragic weekend. We had a wonderful, uh, fun, and joyous, and also unfortunate weekend. L- let me explain. Y- you heard when I talked to you last on Friday, or on Thursday, rather, that uh, there, there was a member of our family. And I don't want to be specific. I don't want to give away any, any private details and all that. But I'll say simply this, that uh, there's a member of our family who's tested positive for the coronavirus. Yeah, luckily, luckily, myself, uh, my wife, and baby Piper, we, we haven't had contact with this family member in, in a number of weeks. And so, you know, there's no threat to us. And uh, we haven't exhibited any symptoms. And it has been, uh, you know, a fairly comfortable experience for us. But what it did was it dramatically changed the plans for the weekend. It dramatically, dramatically changed the plans for the weekend. Initially, we were, we were all going to get together as an extended family. Of course, exercising the good uh, social and physical distancing guidelines and masks and all that. But uh, with a positive case, uh, we had to kick those precautions into extra high gear. So uh, it was, instead of a big, joyous coming together on Pioneer Day, uh, it, was, it was equally joyous. You know, I, I had a great time with my wife and baby, uh, but it was just the three of us. And we had a wonderful time. What did we do? We, uh, we traveled to, to Summit County, and we did some, some hiking. We have one of those uh, baby kind of backpacks, the big ones with the frame and the, the <laughs> cover over the top to keep the sun off little baby Piper's face. And we made our way to a place called Blood's Lake. If you hear this place, Blood's Lake. It's a beautiful hike about a mile and a half uh, down the trail from the parking area. And when you get there, you, you find this beautiful oasis, this beautiful lake hidden up there in the trees of the mountain. And I had noticed in the you know, the trail description, either all trails or Google has some information on this. But some of these hikes, uh, they'll have uh, user reviews. And this one I noticed, there was a, uh, a description of a rope swing. Yeah, a rope swing available to you if you made your way all the way up there. Now, I am, uh, <laughs> with the passage of each day, uh, becoming more and more of an old man. 
I am not as adventurous as I once was. I am not uh, as quick to recover from injury as I once was. And so that leads me to every once in a while uh, when there is something dangerous and exciting that I might be able to do in an effort to prove to myself and all looking on that I am still uh, youthful and vibrant and adventurous, uh, I will take advantage of such opportunities. And so it was uh, that, <laughs> that on Pioneer Day, uh, my family and I, we hiked up into the mountains, we found a lake, I climbed up into this uh, rope swing, and one, two, three, I heaved myself over this cliff, uh, and uh, I would have done a flip. I, I, I chose not to. I, I pr- certainly can. Uh, I chose not to and landed in the, in the cold water. Uh, my wife uh, did exactly the same. Uh, we took turns watching Little Piper, and we were again this year uh, reminded that we, inc- we have, in fact, are uh, youthful and vibrant. H- how was your Pioneer Day? W- what did you do? How was this year, Pioneer Day 2020, different from 2019 and 18? 17 and going back uh, as far as your memory serves you right dramatically different i uh, saw some fireworks still from afar not in a group or anything but we saw some and uh anyway i, I hope you uh, had a fun time I-, I like these opportunities on monday mornings when you and i can just kind of shoot the breeze about what uh what we did over the weekend so that was that was my weekend ate a lot of great food uh, ate a lot of food uh, that I probably wouldn't otherwise eat, but you know, a cheat day and exceptions and all that. Uh, I filled my belly with uh, whatever, uh, whatever I was craving. Uh, also, over the weekend, uh, something very tragic happened in West Jordan. We know that, uh, that there was a plane crash, and that plane crash took the lives uh, of some of those on board. We're gonna get into the details of that crash, and also have a conversation with KSL's Debbie Dejanovic. She, uh, along with Dave Noriega this morning on their radio program, they discussed an interesting uptick in demand when it comes to private uh, aircraft uh, in the midst of this coronavirus era, which is interesting. And I'm anxious to uh, both walk through the details of this unfortunate crash, but also uh, discuss the, 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 the interesting reality uh, that has resulted now in an uptick in demand. There's also something else I want to talk to you about. Something that happened in the dark of night late on Friday. A piece of news was revealed and released. And you and I have discussed uh, what it means when news is released late on a Friday. It means that whoever is doing the releasing would like would like for us to maybe look the other way. If you really want to get uh, eyeballs and attention paid to your big news announcement, uh, you do it when everyone is looking. You do it in the middle of the day. You do it during prime time. You do it during the week when people are engaged and not uh, excited for uh, the escape from the routine that the weekend brings. And so if you must reveal something, if you must make a news announcement, but you really only want to get credit for it. You really don't want all those eyeballs uh, looking at it and all those minds thinking about it and analyzing it. You do so on a Friday night. And it was Friday night that the Supreme Court made it known that they had ruled against a small church in Lyon County, Nevada, a church which uh, had requested of its state to be allowed to bring together its congregants. Well, uh, the courts in Nevada said, no, sorry, not gonna, no, no exceptions for you. Sorry, no. And it was very quickly kicked up to the Supreme Court. 
where the Supreme Court has voted against religion. The Supreme Court of the United States has voted against religion. Now you may say, no, Lee, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand, Lee, you're not getting this right. It's about public health. It's about public health. It's about uh, these people who want to get together, uh, but they want to do so uh, totally disregarding the guidelines and the recommendations that have been handed down by the, the super smart doctor people. Okay, well, how about the Constitution? Huh? How about the, the freedom of religion? All right. I'm not into whataboutisms, but in this case, I'll bring one up because it was discussed in the Supreme Court. In the dissenting opinion, it is described the situation in Nevada where casinos are able to welcome into their establishments thousands of patrons while at the same time, this little church in Lyon County, Nevada is not able to welcome into its establishment its place of worship, those who would like to congregate there and share their religion with one another in worship. Makes my blood boil. It is a double standard. And it's not only that, it's a betrayal of the Constitution. We're going to get into those details, uh, but I want to ask you a question first. So in in Washington, D.C., just outside of the Supreme Court chambers, there's kind of uh, a fascinating little area where you, in one location, can see the Supreme Court, the Library of Congress, and the U.S. Capitol. You stand right in the middle, and you are equidistant from all of them. And that, that location right there is often a place where many, many hundreds of people get together to protest. They will protest either the Supreme Court, uh, or they will turn around and protest what's happening in Congress. Uh, interestingly, not too much pro- protesting going on against the Library of Congress. <laughs> the library, it t- turns out, has uh, been able to uh, keep itself free of controversy over the years. Uh, but right there is a prime protesting location where people make their voices known, uh, how they feel about Supreme Court decisions uh, and or any legislation that's taking place in the U.S. Capitol. And a common conversation you have in Washington, D.C. as you walk up and down this street is, what would move you to protest? What what what? government act or what circumstance in this nation would lead you to alter your routine so much that you could take to the streets and with signs or loud voices or megaphones or demonstrations of whatever whatever stripe what what would it take to get you there i want to hear from you we have a KSL News Radio comments line. It's 801-575-7668. 801-575-7668. Would you give me a call, leave me a voicemail, tell me what would make you protest? I ask that because this, the freedom of religion, is often the response I get when I ask people, what would it take to make you protest? Give me a call, 575-7668. Leave me a note on Facebook. Uh, we'll get into those later. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, my guest is Debbie Dejanovic. We're going to look at the details of that heartbreaking plane crash in West Jordan, as well as some of the other circumstances uh, surrounding that event. Next up here on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.